0: Today is Indigenous Peoples Day and Columbus Day and World Mental Health Day, and that is what Callie and I are going to focus on. You know, if you've listened to The Upside for any period of time, we talk openly about our belief in taking care of your mental health, just like you take care of your physical health, and seek out therapy and professional help when you need it, and and talk about it because it's nothing to be ashamed of. So that's kind of what we're doing with today's episode.
1: We have research-backed knowledge and kind of tips and tricks that can help you on your mental health journey. So we're gonna talk really openly today and also have some, I mean, takeaways is kind of cheesy, but we'll have some things that you can leave with that you can go out in the world and be um, be ready to use and work on in your own mental health journey.
0: You are an upsider living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same.
1: Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: Today is Monday, October 10th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for dry ice.
1: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our super duper comfy bed.
0: We got a package in the mail that was frozen. So it came with with dry ice. And I, you know, because I'm a guy, I think it's a guy thing. You can't just let dry ice melt without putting it into water and then, you know, make it. AKA
1: a, without playing it. With without,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, and And Ellie, and I put it where Ellie could see it and she thought it was just so neat. She thought it was the greatest thing. She's seen it before, but she's never been like, enough to stand near it and actually say the word wow and like try to figure it out so it was just really neat and i mean i think her and i probably spent a good hour doing different things with dry ice and water and when it was what a great toy
1: i did not know that dry ice wasn't
0: chemicals (laughs) what did you think it was
1: no remember we were like you were playing with it and then oh yeah and then I was like, I don't want Ellie touching the water that that's in. Right. And you're like, why? It's ice. I'm like, yeah, ice with chemicals. And I just didn't know. I feel like the dumbest person on.
0: Well, I mean, in your defense, maybe there are other. Can't like, I mean, I wouldn't.
1: I think it's I, just I would, the. I intimidation factor, because if you've ever gotten dry ice, you know that if you get it at the grocery store, first of all, it has all these like labels of like, do not touch, beware, whatever. And then if you ask someone to help, at least the time that I bought it, because I've only bought it once, I went there and the guy's like, yeah, sure. It was, I think at the beach. And he puts on these huge gloves, like the thing that people hold eagles with that have talons, (laughs) puts on those. And then he gets these like giant, like, Tongue things. Yeah. And then he's like carefully not touching it and all of this stuff. So I I think my senses were feeling like it was just bad. You know what I mean? Between like the really loud stickers that were on it. Yeah. Visually loud. And then the guy with the big things, I think I was like, ah, this is scary.
0: Yeah. Though, you know why he does all that though, right? Because it's so cold. It'll burn your skin. That you could burn your skin if it touches... Bare skin. My mm-hmm. um, like chemistry
1: but, teacher would be so proud.
0: But no. all it is is um, it's the solid form of car- carbon dioxide. Now, I, the mass-produced stuff, like I don't think I would use it to carbonate a, Like I don't know if it's food quality, mm-hmm. like whatever. But if some of the water that it was in splashed on Ellie, we don't have to take her. To, we have to call poison control. Oh my god! Could you imagine if you call poison control? You're and, like, uh, my said some dry ice water got on her. I'm like, was what? it? Did it burn her? Was it frozen? No, no, no. It was normal temperature, but there was dry ice in it. I think it had dry ice chemicals in it. Yeah, yeah. I think that was for the for our weekend. That right there might have been the pinnacle. We had such a low key, just at home no stories to tell right
1: lazy weekend which is how i prefer to spend a weekend to be completely honest we did have one bit of remember when i came home crying on saturday
0: oh yeah do you do you even want to revisit this now we have to because you brought it up i mean
1: i was so upset would you like to tell the story from your point of view and then i will say what happened
0: Well, you just sent a text message. We were going back and forth and I was, I was making breakfast. Callie got up before our, before Ellie, before the alarms, like went downstairs, cleaned the kitchen, was having a super productive. Did you work out in the morning? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like got a workout in, um, got Ellie up like got Ellie dressed when I was
1: on fire. We did errands. We went Starbucks, up right? Gas. Costco for gas. We did Starbucks run. And then I had a target pickup. So we did that. I mean, and I was on fire
0: And this. And I woke up to like a string of text messages saying all of this. And then I come downstairs and the uh, downstairs all clean. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's not. So I sent her a message and said, Hey, I'm going to start cooking breakfast. What time will you guys be home? And her response was, I'm sitting in the Target parking lot right now crying because the person checking me out asked me when my baby was due or something like that.
1: Okay, so here's what happened. I had a, I had a Target pickup, and then I was like, you know what, there's a couple more things. I, I did two pickups, and one of them wasn't ready yet but Target was open. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go inside and like do the rest of my shopping there. And I had some things on my like micro anxiety list that I wanted to get that I keep putting off. So I was doing that and I get to the checkout line and I wheel, there's a big, um, like shelf that I bought in the, um, in the basket, the cart or whatever. So for her to scan it, I Carted Ellie, who was in there and in the cart around to her side so she could scan the box. Right. And so she saw me when she was there and she was like, Oh, how old is she? And like pointed at Ellie. I was like, Oh, she's two. And then she said, Oh, you're having another one? And she pointed at my stomach. And I'm like, Um, no. No. And also thanks for totally invalidating my workouts that I've been working hard on doing and shredding my feelings and self-esteem 100%. I I was so upset. And I think I was upset because.
0: Are you sure there is no chance? Because you told me afterwards that English probably was not her first language. Mm Okay. Okay. I think it was, I mean, I'm not trying to invalidate your feelings or whatever, but is there any chance it was a a big miscommunication? Like, do you think she was just asking if there was a sibling on the way, which still wouldn't be a super polite question. I just think we don't ask people that. Right. Right.
1: Like I thought we were done with that. And actually I was surprised because, you know, Ellie's almost two. I was surprised that no one's accidentally said that before. And I was, I have thought many times in my head, oh, we're done asking people that. Like we're done assuming we've moved past it. And then the cashier at Target was like in her seventies probably. Right. And, but it still just in that moment, it just tore down my self-esteem. It totally right. tore down my self-esteem. And anyway, so I came home bawling my eyes out. And then I was like, I'm going to eat breakfast and then I'm going to go back to bed. (laughs) I'm like, I have no will anymore. So I don't know. Today is world mental health day. So instead of doing like our typical shows, like we normally do, I thought we could chat about a bit about mental health, Jeff in 60 seconds. And you can tell me, you know, that I should go first. Can you recap for anyone new-ish to the show your mental health journey?
0: I was a person who did not understand therapy and taking care of your mental health up until probably 2011, 2012-ish um, when I was, I was married before and that was when my divorce was happening. I was a, like, I said out loud to people who were going to therapy, I don't understand it. Can't you just like think? Don't be upset about that. Or just like, I don't understand what this means. I don't understand. So I went as part at the end of my marriage and then the start of my single life and realized during that process how ignorant of a statement that was and how much you learn by having a third party. A, I don't want to say disinterested because they are, you're paying them to be interested. <laughs> right. But a, what's it called? Unbiased, yeah, unprejudiced, neutral, a neutral but also trained like, you know, an, an expert in the field of identifying triggers and you know, patterns of behavior and um, understanding why people mentally behave the way they do and how to navigate that. Now, I will tell anybody who will listen. You might not think you need mental health care. You might not think you need therapy, but it will help you. Even if you perceive yourself to be completely healthy mentally, you will learn something about yourself. So I have been going on and off since 2012. Like, I think I went for like about three years straight, then took a year or two off, then went back for a year, then took a year off, then went back. And Callie, you'll be excited to know, I have an appointment (gasps) in, I think next week.
1: What, really? Yeah. What, because of me?
0: (laughs) Well, because of you, but also like, yeah, because, and also, Upsiders left messages and said, hey, you've said this on the show, when I, Reference like, don't sweat the small stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, uh, which which is a phrase that I hate. Like, if something is important to somebody who's important to you, you can't perceive that to be small.
1: Oh, because I think you should go. So it's important to you because I brought it up.
0: Yes. And so I was dismissive of that, but I had more than one upside or go, hey, isn't your philosophy like. If it's a big deal to somebody important in your life, then it needs to be a big deal to you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Mm, yep.
1: (laughs) Dang my own wisdom.
0: Man. So (laughs) I, um, yeah. So I have an appointment, I think a week from tomorrow.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. But so so that took longer than 60 seconds, but I used to make fun of it. Then I did it. Now I scream it from the mountaintops
1: do you ever catch yourself in therapy saying things that you never thought you would say? What do you mean? Like, I feel like you are someone, your therapy experience has been such that your therapist tells you like, you've uncovered a lot about yourself and I feel, I don't know. I don't know how to say that. I don't know what I was going for. I'll stick to myself. I I
0: think (laughs) I probably, I kind of, maybe know what you're saying. I think at the beginning, there were probably a lot of times where I was like, either I can't believe I'm talking about this or I can't believe this is related to this. Right.
1: Where you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. They got me because you start talking about these things that you don't necessarily think are related. And then great therapists kind of circle back around to that to make it make sense to you. And you're like,
0: I I had I love an analogy and I remember using this analogy a lot during after my first couple years of going to therapy I felt like to 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 put it into a visual therapy for me was like if life is is walking down a long corridor you know and that's what you're doing and you're just moving forward and you're moving Um, and you're passing doorways and windows and and signs on the wall along the way, but you're just moving down this long corridor. If I turned pre-therapy, if I turned and looked behind me, I would see the same thing that I would have seen going forward, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you can only see as far as your headlights shine, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So... Post-therapy, the more therapy you go to when you turn around and look behind you, the doors and windows are open and light is shining in. Ooh, that's a great analogy. And everything behind you is lit up, and that glow from behind you makes stuff in front of you a little bit brighter as well. Yeah. So you can still only operate you can still only see as far as the I said headlights but if you're walking in a corridor you don't have well, yeah. like the fla- made, though. a flashlight mm-hmm. you can only see as far as that flashlight yeah shines but the more doors and windows you open behind you the brighter that glow is, is so smart yeah and that's the analogy that I've used a lot
1: so for me I went to therapy for the first time at the towards the end of high school and then I dabbled into it in college um, with different things. I was diagnosed with ADHD in high school, um, dabbled on and off with meds for that, and then got super into therapy during college and right after college. And the most intense therapy where I was literally going every week was when I was 23, I think, 24. And I was dating someone that was controlling and I it was a really emotionally abusive relationship and super toxic and the person I, he told me that I needed to fix myself, Uh, before he would propose to me. At the time, I was like super in love with this person. And I flat out told my therapist that. I called her and I was like, hey, so I'm dating this guy and I really love him. And we've been together for like three years. And he says I need to fix myself. So here I am. And she was like, wow, okay. And she didn't say anything and she was so nice. But I'm sure what she was thinking and where she led me to go is...
0: Was this the same therapist that you had gone to in high school and stuff? So you knew...
1: Yeah. And had I had not gone regularly yeah. with her, but she, I knew who she was and I was like, you know, I don't know, maybe it'd be good. I'll call her. Um, cause he says that I need, you know, to help. do things and the help, I mean, help air quotes help. Cause it was like, you need to learn how to be more organized. You need to learn how to, cook you need to learn it was like all of these things it wasn't
0: um, oh my gosh he would be so mad at the version of you right now he would be so
1: jealous of the version of me <laughs> right now
0: you've you've callie has been cooking normally i cook in the house but for whatever reason callie has been cooking mm-hmm. so much over the past few months what, what maybe 2 months now mm-hmm. that i actually kind of miss cooking Do you? Yes. I'll give you a couple of days. I'll throw a couple of days your week or
1: a couple of days your way.
0: That's why I made the recipe last week when you and Ellie went, you went to get a haircut (laughs) or something and I was like, oh, she's gone. I'm going to, I'm still going to cook. And I made your- Jeff got in my book. Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, here's today's recipe. I'm going to cook it.
1: Uh, so this guy, what I learned is that I had virtually no self-esteem. I really, at the core of it, hated myself. I was beating myself up emotionally all the time and telling myself horrible things. And when I started going to therapy on a weekly basis, cause truly at that point, it was, that was so needed. I would spend, I would say probably like 80% of my day crap talking myself. So I would, you're so stupid. No one likes you. Um, I would say like a sentence at work and be like, you're such an idiot. How, how, why would you say, I mean, that was the dialogue going on in my head for most of my day. So like, no wonder I was miserable. And I was also dating someone that was helping me with that narrative. So, you know, he was super toxic also and telling me horrible things about myself. So that was not helping my insecurity had no clue who I was, what I wanted, what I liked, what I didn't like. And so I started going to weekly therapy and it totally changed my life. And And it started with simple things like talking to myself in the mirror and things that she had me doing. And she totally changed my life. I cried really hard because she retired like five years ago and it was like the worst thing ever. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of been my mental health journey so far.
0: I, do you think she retired because you met me and she's like my work on yeah. that professionally on this earth is done?
1: I, yeah. Callie mm-hmm.
0: will be in good hands now.
1: I did send her an invite to our wedding She did I, with a note inside it. And it said, this would not have happened without you. Cause truly it wouldn't, I would no. have well, married the wrong person and, um, been had so many issues, but did she um, send us
0: a gift? What kind of gift did she get?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um. So, and I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with depression. I'm on medication for that. Um. And I took medication all throughout my pregnancy and talked about openly about that. And I have a beautiful, healthy baby daughter. So, we are super big into mental health. And that's why I thought it was really important for us to focus on mental health in this episode of the upsides. So it's a little different than you're used to, but I found something really great. That was tips, science backed tips that we can all use to kind of help our own mental health. And I know this sounds really hokey, but hang in there because I am someone that loves soaking up stuff about mental health. And these were great reminders for me. So that's coming up in just a sec. But first, we want to say thank you to our amazing sponsors for today.
0: What is the first thing you do when you wake up? Do you check your credit score? Uh, Probably not. With Chime, they do it for you. True story. With their secured Chime credit builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money and Chime reports your payments to credit bureaus that help you build your credit over time. Chime members see an increase of 30 points on average, no annual fees, no large security deposits, and no credit checks to apply. If you are ready to start your credit journey with Chime, know that sign up only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Go to Chime.com slash upside. That's dot com slash upside chime.com slash upside to start building your credit today. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank N.A. pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. and impact to score may vary, and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-a-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM.
1: I'm spending a lot more time in the kitchen these days because I'm trying to make our family more efficient, right? Well, you know what's not efficient is spending so much time cleaning up after you cook. With my caraway pans, that is a non-issue because they have these beautifully ceramic coated pots and pans and the food just glides right off of them. Now, a year ago, I found caraway. I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser. On our show. And I noticed when I was cooking about a year ago that like my nonstick pans were peeling off in my food. And there are so many chemicals in nonstick pans. And I did not want to feed that to my family any longer. So hopped on Google, found caraway pans. And here's a couple things that strike me that I love. One, they're non toxic, they are made without any toxic materials. They have the naturally slick surface that I love and I was telling you about before, and they are absolutely gorgeous. They are for the modern kitchen and they have so many colors to choose from. Whatever your style is, these pots and pans are gonna look absolutely beautiful in your home, which is really, really unique. Visit CarawayHome.com/upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners, so visit CarawayHome.com/upside or use the code TheUpside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern.
0: The seasons are changing and your style should be as well. Now, that's easy if you're just going to switch from a t shirt to a sweater, no problem. But what about your glasses? That's an investment. You can't have a different pair of glasses for every month of the year, can you? pair eyewear makes it possible. One pair, endless possibilities. Because who says glasses have to be boring? You choose a base frame and then tops. These are magnetic frames that go over the frame that give every day a different personality if you want. They've got iconic base shapes and then hundreds of these magnetic tops that make it so easy to switch up your look. And lens options, they got you covered with sunglasses, with reading glasses, with light responsive lesson lenses, with blue light lenses. Pair gets you a pair of glasses at a great price that allows you to change your look quickly and easily. Get glasses as ever-changing as you are with Pair because you're an Upside listener. You can save 15% off your first purchase. Go to com slash Upside. That's 15% off at dot com slash Upside.
1: What we learn at a young age sticks with us through adulthood, and that's why it is important to start a lifelong love of learning early in our children. Why not make learning fun, right? Well, KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously entertaining. A KiwiCo subscription delivers cool, hands-on projects for kids of all ages. Now, we got Ellie's first crate when she was just a couple of months old, and I didn't really know what to expect, but there were developmentally appropriate things for her in that box that she loved. And it told us how to share them with her, which I thought was really cool. There's crates for kids of all ages, but the one that Ellie gets is the Panda Crate. It's developed in partnership with Seattle Children's Hospital, and each crate delivers age-appropriate hands-on projects to help infants and toddlers build that foundation for learning that we were just talking about. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. Kids love getting these in the mail, and they love to take everything out of the box and figure out how it goes. And it can be a really fun family project. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new projects every month. They'll explore new worlds and rediscover familiar ones even without leaving home. Do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. Spark the love of learning today with a KiwiCo subscription. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com promo code UPSIDE. We appreciate our UPSIDE partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the UPSIDE, visit KaliAndJeff.com first thing on the list is getting outside. And I'm really bad at this because my comfort zone is on the couch. (laughs) Like when I'm sad or I'm having a hard day or whatever, I mean, going outside, to be totally honest, is not a priority for me like it is for you.
0: Yeah. It it helps me more than I acknowledge it does. And I think I'm not outside enough. It's just It's so tough with this, with the schedule, Mm -hmm. but even like even the neighborhood walk that we took on Saturday night, you know, Mm -hmm. like those things, I think sunshine is better. Like we kind of went, we went at dusk. So it was, it was later, um, But I a thousand percent agree with that.
1: And that can even be like in Japan and other certain parts of the world. They do like a forest bathing thing where basically you it's kind of like mindfulness, but for outside. So you take note of what it smells like when you're and it's funny because I can I know what it smells like. Like when we're in the woods, when we go on a hike, I know what that smells like. But you can also even like touch the leaves and stuff like that. And that will produce something in you that really will help with your mental health.
0: I actually had the thought that I would for like the next month when the weather is so nice, I want to try to go eat lunch in the park every day.
1: Mm -hmm. This one is really hard. Uh, Learn to understand and manage your feelings. That one takes a while. That is not an instant thing. At least it wasn't for me.
0: I can understand them and I can recognize them, but I cannot manage them for the most part. Like I like when I go back and see my therapist next week, the conversation will be very different. Like I might even send her an email ahead of time Mm -hmm. and say, this is, this is where I am. This is what I'm struggling with. This is why I, this is why I think I'm struggling with it mm-hmm. and I'm stuck. Now we might end up talking through it and she might be like, that's not why you're struggling with it. You know, as mm-hmm. a matter of fact, that's not even your struggle. Like that. Right. Might get sorted out. But I think I'm very I'm very aware, but I don't I don't know how to manage feelings yet.
1: Yeah. I think one of the hardest parts one of the hardest things I've learned that's now become second nature, but it's so important. And this is part of that is to stop judging your own feelings and something.
0: Oh my God. Yes. Like
1: that is the biggest thing. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, I should just not be upset about this. Right. I should just, whatever. And that was my favorite thing. I wish I weren't fill in the blank. And you know, when I was reading this, one of the things that said that I thought was great was we all have our limits. Um, and we need to give our feelings attention and like validate them, but they we don't have to judge them. We don't have to say, Oh, like oh, that's so stupid, or Oh, that's so dumb, or I'm so weak, or whatever. Um, and pa- practicing patience with ourselves is really important. So you can say things to yourself, like I'm feeling re- really irritable today, but also sad, and I think that's something I need to get better at saying out loud in my relationships, but I, sometimes I do better than others, but I really need to be better about like when Jeff and I are, you know, we're in a discussion or if we're having an argument and I'm, my head is just not there to just be honest and say, I, I just got to tell you, I'm in a really bad mood. So I feel like we should table this for later. Cause I don't feel like we're going to, you
0: I, know, and I'm I think, not there right now. I think that runs parallel to that is you don't If your feelings are different than everybody else's, that doesn't mean your feelings are wrong. So if you are rubbed the wrong way by a coworker that everybody loves, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. That just means the two of you guys, like you and that person don't connect. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to, you you don't you don't have to to suppress your feelings because they are not the most popular. Yeah, you don't have to speak them out loud. You don't have to tell. That doesn't entitle you to tell everybody on the planet. But you just you shouldn't go home and be like, God, what's wrong with me? Why don't I like this person that everybody likes? Yeah, you can be this like, huh? Her and I don't get along.
1: Yeah, next it is what it is. Next. Talk to someone you trust for support. And th- I know a lot of people have hang ups about talking openly to other people about what they're going through. Um, I think that an important thing to know about that is saying things out loud can actually, like when you hear it yourself, it can change the way you feel about the whole thing. <laughs> have you ever noticed that?
0: Yeah. If you're explaining a situation, Like when when you have to describe a situation or explain a situation, the the verbalization of it can make can make you realize that the story isn't exactly what you thought it was.
1: I was super upset about something last week, like mad. And I had this like semi scathing email written out and I got distracted by something. I was telling a friend about it. And by the end of me telling her about it, I was like, mm, that email doesn't seem like the right solution <laughs> right. anymore. Like it was just, you know, I kind of changed when I was saying it out loud. Um, I was like, Hmm. Okay. So anyways, talking out loud, always a good thing. I love this one. This one is a unique one. Cause I haven't heard this before. Be curious and open-minded to new experiences.
0: Huh? Okay.
1: It can help.
0: Sorry. Like, like going to therapy
1: like therapy. Um, it says that life can feel more interesting and rewarding when we're open to trying new experiment, uh, experiences and experimenting with new things. So if things a lot of times can feel stale when you're in a mental health rut and a way to help you out of that is to try something new and, um, you know, see if it winds up being something that you love. Maybe you take a trip um, and you're someone that always plans and always just like buy the book and no, I only travel at Christmas and you're like, right. all right, for a weekend, I'm just going to drive to the beach wherever, um, and do that. And the last one that I want to share is plan things to look forward to, which I think is so underrated because you know how excited we get when we have something, even if it's like a beach trip next year. Yeah you can get excited about it. Um, so planning, even if it's not a trip, plan something big or small to look forward to.
0: I think that the, in a in a perfect world, everybody would treat mental health the same as physical health. And if you are a medical professional, you know, or like of any sort, if you're a dentist, if you are a doctor or a nurse or anything, you on the regular get people saying to you, oh, you're a dentist, can I ask you a question? I mean, I'm not asking you to be my dentist, but I get this weird pain, right. this tooth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people, you have no problem talking about your toothache. Right. To, to your cousin's you know, fiance, who happens to be a dentist that you only see once a year, yeah. right? Like you have no problem asking the nurse at the end of the street, If your kid's rash looks like it's poison ivy or if it's something that you got to go to the Mm -hmm. pediatrician for. No problem at all. How great would it be to live in a world where you could say to somebody, hey, you know, I wake up more often than not feeling sad. Is that typical? But we just don't live in that world world yet. But I would encourage you to – my biggest takeaway from – my mental health experience over the past 15 years or so is do a check on your mental wellness the same way you do on your physical health and don't be afraid to ask someone or talk to someone about it and just ask the question Yeah, because it's not you're no more weak for waking up sad more often than happy than somebody who has a toothache is for having a toothache. Right. It's just a thing that happens.
1: Right. It's not anything that you did. Right. It just exists. Yeah. It's just a thing.
0: You're not embarrassed to go to the eye doctor to get your contact lens prescription updated. Right. Because you just, because you got bad eyes. It's just a thing that happens. Right. So don't be, don't be embarrassed to have those conversations as awkward as they feel like they might be with somebody with anybody just have the conversation
1: so yeah today is world mental health day and if this has been something that's maybe been on your micro anxiety list um i encourage you to embrace your mental health and explore it and it's fun and the water's fine in here and once you get in you kind of look around and be like oh okay yeah i'm not so lonely after all (laughs) we're we're all in this together Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow.